Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, data analyst for Pro Football Focus, Eric Eager. Eric, how are you this afternoon, my man? Rami, Tim, congratulations on the new show. It's nice to hear your voice again. Yeah, thanks, thanks, dude. Yeah, we talked a few times when I was uh, up here in the in the Twin Cities. Eric, when we started the show, I was trying to tell Packers fans that, like, if they lose Sunday or at any point along this playoff journey, I understand you're going to be mad. I understand you're going to be sad in the immediate aftermath of it. But I don't think that you can call it a, a failure or falling short or a disappointment. I don't think this is a Super Bowl or bust team, Eric. I just they don't come off to me as much better than anybody else in the conference or the league. Better, but not much better to the point where you would call it Super Bowl or bust. Is there anything in all the numbers, all the data that Eric Eager crunches that says that this Packers football team is head and shoulders above even the NFC in 2021? You know, that's a great question. I think their roster does sort of you know scream a little bit of, you know, win now mode just from the, you know, the moves that they made in the draft in 2020, you know, acquiring, uh, you know, A.J. Dillon, probably moving on from Aaron Jones at some point, um, you know, the, the, the Josiah DeGuara, uh, you know, fullback tight end hybrid, and then, of course, trading up for a quarterback to eventually uh, supplant Aaron Rodgers. To me, I do think that there's a little bit of a view to the future, taking a couple steps back uh, to take eventual steps forward in the future. And this you know, maybe not 2020 being Rogers' last, you know, season or, or two, um, but you know, maybe maybe you know down the future, saying, okay, this is this is a team that was 13 and three last year, but if you look at point differential, they're far more uh, of a nine or ten win team, and then this year, 13 and three again, but a little bit more uh, impressive in how they did it. Aaron Rodgers, the MVP. Corey Lindsley, the most valuable center in football. Devontae Adams, the most valuable wide receiver. And then they also have an a- Jair Alexander and Adrian Amos, the most valuable corner and safety in the entire NFL. So this is a very good football team. Um, but, you know, there are other NFC contenders, to your point, that if they were to lose to, let's say, Tampa Bay at Lambeau in the NFC Championship game, um, it probably isn't because they melt down. It's probably because Tampa plays a really good game. Uh, and does that really signify a failure on Green Bay's part? I'm not sure. Eric, let me let me ask you this. How high a regard do you hold in maybe a side-by-side comparison of Aaron Rodgers and, and the statistical information that he's got in the regular season 
and then the postseason because, you know, some of the numbers can make our heads spin. And I'm not going to just be a numbers machine and just rattle off a bunch of numbers here. But some of the numbers, when you compare just those two entities, postseason, regular season, some of the postseason are quite concerning here. And, and should that be a concern, or is this just, hey, that's all you know, back, back history, this is a new thing, new team, everything's all new here as we head into to the Ram uh, matchup? I mean, that's a great question, and I think that that's why you know, all these numbers have to come with their context. Usually the playoffs are played, you know, in many cases for Green Bay, in Lambeau Field in January, which is always going to suppress passing numbers. And, and some of the more high-profile games that Rodgers has played poorly in are against some of the best defenses we've ever seen, right? The 2014 Seattle Seahawks are a great defense. The 2019 San Francisco 49ers are a great defense. And and so, um, you know, I I look back at Rodgers' career, and I think of that 2010 Super Bowl run where they went through some really good football teams, an Eagles team, that, you know, I thought, you know, was better than them, but they ended up going on the road and beating them. A 13-3 Falcons team in Atlanta, and then, of course, one of the best defenses of the last decade in the Chicago Bears, beating them as well. Uh, You know, and he also had that run in 2016 where he played out of his mind uh, until they met Atlanta in the NFC title game. So, I don't know. Like, I think most quarterbacks, if you look, are a mixed bag in the playoffs because the, the competition level goes up. I mean, Patrick Mahomes threw two interceptions in the Super Bowl against that same San Francisco defense that gave Rodgers trouble sometimes last year. So I'm not really concerned. I don't think he doesn't have it. Uh, you know, I just think that in the playoffs, the teams you face are harder. And, and you know, you're going you're gonna to win some and you're going to lose some. And, yeah, he's had bad games in the playoffs, but I don't think uh, he's had any more than somebody with his regular season resume would suggest. We've obviously seen we're talking with Eric Eager of Pro Football Focus here on the Rami and Tim Show, 1250 AM, The Fan. A, a different Aaron Rodgers than, than we saw in the Mike McCarthy era, and even a different Aaron Rodgers than we saw in year one with, with Matt LaFleur. What, what's the major difference that you're, or one of the major differences that you've been able to pinpoint, Eric, in terms of either the, the personnel around Aaron Rodgers or just what they're doing with him in the offense in 2020 that he's able to put up maybe the best season that he's had in an already super impressive career? Yeah, he's never been a quarterback that's made a lot of mistakes, I think. But he's just even revved that up further this year. Only 8.5% uh, of his dropbacks have earned a, a negative grade from us, which is like three percentage points lower than any other quarterback in football, which, you know, when you add to that his just unbelievable ability to make plays, you know, with his arm, um, you know, that's kind of been there the whole time. But the one thing that I'll say, in 2018, the year that McCarthy got fired, he not only led the NFL in throwaways, but he, he set a record in our database for the number of passes he's thrown away. Those numbers have been cut basically in half this year. He's staying with plays longer, but he's also just simply trusting the play that's called a little bit better. And, and that, you know, when you have a player like Devontae Adams on the outside that wins so early in the down, I think that that's going to be one thing Packers fans and, and Rams fans are going to love watching on, on uh, this weekend, which is, you know, the matchup between Adams and Ramsey. Adams is so good at winning in two and a half seconds or less that Rodgers, over, you know, historically when he wasn't trusting Adams quite as much early on, would bail out of a pocket or would, you know, go to a second read. And now he just has that down payment that is, you know, this seven or eight yards to Adams, which is an absolute gimme in many cases, 
Uh, and to me, that's been the biggest difference in the Lafleur offense, and especially in the 2020 Lafleur offense relative to, to Rodgers in previous seasons with McCarthy and then last year with Lafleur. All right, so this game on Saturday, 335 kick, uh, Rams and, and Green Bay Packers. And we saw in Week 17 in the NFL, Eric, that uh, there were 100 touchdowns scored that week. I mean, that's the second most uh, in NFL history in any one week. Scoring is at an all-time high in the NFL. Teams are averaging 24.8 points uh, per game throughout the, uh, the season. And then we see the, the super wildcard weekend, and we see a little bit of a mixed bag. The Cleveland-Pittsburgh shootout, you know, some of the numbers are beefed up late for, for the Steelers because they're down so much. But we see the highest over and under on the board was uh, Tennessee-Baltimore, 56 or 56 and a half. That thing was held in check to 2013. You saw the Washington-Tampa Bay matchup held basically in check, a good Washington D. Where do you see this game then? Does it fall into a, a, a tighter, lower-scoring lower game? Tim or do wants you to see know if you should take the over or the under. Or, or, or an NFL trend of, of points being scored like, you know, pinball machine. Yeah, it was it was amazing that Week 17 game. I want to say, like, our models liked over, and I was so nervous because usually Week 17 is, a, is an underfest because these teams try to get out of there quickly. Uh, I think we were boosted a little bit by the fact that there was a number of quarterbacks in the league playing for their next job and a number of teams that were still playing for the playoffs. So we got uh, some inspired football there. Uh, the total in the L.A. versus Green Bay game, I believe, is about 46. Um, the total in the Seattle LA game played in, or basically, you know, in a little bit better weather last week was 42 and a half. That one sailed over, but there was a couple, there was a defensive score. There was a score after a, uh, a fumble. And then there was a score, uh, on kind of a broken play by Seattle. So that game probably would have played under, um, with LA had the game played out sort of in a normal way. And I think that's kind of how I see this one as well. You know, good offense generally beats good defense in the NFL. The Rams have a really good defense. And, you know, they kind of match up in a way, you know, not to scare Packers fans, but it, it, this might be the game where everybody's concerned about the Packers not having a bona fide number two receiver come to fruition because Ramsey has been you know, just splendid in terms of covering number one guys. Um, Darius Williams, uh, Troy Hill, those guys have done a really good job with the secondary receivers, and they have some really good safety play. Uh, in addition, obviously, to Aaron Donald, who might be the best football player on the planet. That being said, offense has almost always bested good defense when the offense has played well. Um, and that's where I go to the other side, where I see Green Bay. I think their defense has been much maligned this year, uh, and possibly for good reason. But this is not the L.A. team, I think, to take advantage of Green Bay's defense. Um, you know, Jared Goff can barely throw the football. Uh, the Rams, you know, after Cup, who is injured a little bit the other day, you know, Robert Woods is a very good player. But, you know, Jair Alexander is going to lock down one of those receivers. And I don't know what Jared Goff's going to be able to do uh, after that first read is taken away from him. So, to me, I think it's a low-scoring game. I think it's a low-scoring game in which the Packers handle the Rams um, and, and move on to the, the NFC Championship game the following week. That's Eric Eager. Profootballfocus.com is where you find his work, at Eric Eager on Twitter, and our guest right here on the Rami and Tim Show. Eric, great talking, man. Always a pleasure. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks, guys. Uh, enjoy the football this weekend, and stay safe. Same to you. And Eric joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe. 
and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 